Betty Joe, Betty Joe Tucker will be doing a Meryl Streep encore on uh, Movie Attic Headquarters. That's every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, <laughs> always a good show and uh, past episodes and great interviews, so you want to check that out. Why don't we start with this? This is for you from Afterbirth Monkey, Betty Jo. Meryl Streep is from the future. She has traveled back in time. She comes from a land where stars shine brighter like Meryl shines in yours and mine. Back Back in in the the future future where Meryl's from, from, she's just just an acting average Joe. But now that Meryl's here, there are no acting heights to which she can't go. Oh, Meryl Streep, you But in the future we're approaching, you're just like everybody else. So you turn back time to be among us ordinary people. Oh, Meryl Streep, we love you because you shine, shine, shine. Back in the future when Meryl was in high school When she couldn't get into her drama club She flew to the physics lab with fervor And snapped upon her rubber gloves Using, Using lots, lots of scientific, scientific physics, magic, Meryl grasped the hands, hands of time And she fell into the wormhole And now she's doing fine Oh, Meryl Streep, you are a goddess of emotion but in the future where you're from, you're just like everybody else. So you turn back time to be among us ordinary mortals. Oh, Meryl Streep, we love 
love you because you shine, shine, shine. Everybody, listen up. Listen up. Remember to give Meryl all of the awards, the accreditations, the roles, the paycheck. Accreditations! Because if she is in the slightest bit displeased, she will once again rip back the fabric of space and time, time to the very time. beginnings of humanity when we climbed out of the primordial ooze. And she will nearly dip in one big Fucking toe. Big toe. Making us all a little bit marrow. And then she will become supreme overlord of us all. Yeah. Oh, marrow Street, you are as good as a fucking everything. But in the future, where you're from, you're just like everybody Afterbirth Monkey, gotta love them. <laughs> that was for you, Betty Joe Tucker from Movie Addict Headquarters. And I am checking here too. All right, let me see what we have here. I'm trying to find. Oh, what? How about this? <laughs> Stan Friedberg. That's a little fun for this morning, right? The legend you are about to hear is true. Only the needle should be changed to protect the record. <laughs> This is the countryside. My name is St. George. I'm a knight. Saturday, July 10th, 8.05 p.m. I was working out of the castle on the night watch when a call came in from the chief. A dragon had been devouring maidens. Homicide. My job. Slay him. You call me, chief? Yeah, it's the dragon again. Devouring maidens. The king's daughter maybe next. Mm-hmm. You got a lead? Uh, nothing much to go on. Say, did you take that 45 automatic into the lab to have him check on it? Yeah. You were right. I was right? Yeah. It was a gun. 8.22 p.m. I talked to one of the maidens who had almost been devoured. Could I talk to you, ma'am? Who are you? I'm St. George, ma'am. Homicide, ma'am. I want to ask you a few questions, ma'am. I understand you're almost devoured by the ma'am. Is that right, dragon? It was terrible. He breathed fire on me. He banged me already. How can I be sure of that, ma'am? Believe me, I got it straight from the dragon's mouth. <laughs> 11.45 p.m. I rode over the King's Highway. I saw a man. Stopped to talk to him. Pardon me, sir. Could I talk to you for just a minute, sir? Sure, I don't mind. What do you do for a living? I'm a knave. Didn't they pick you up on a 903 last year for stealing tarts? Yeah. So what, do you want to make a federal case out of it? No, sir. We heard there was a dragon operating in this neighborhood. We just want to know if you've seen him. Sure, I've seen him. Mm-hmm. Could you describe him for me? What's to describe? You see one dragon, you've seen them all. Would you try and remember, sir, just for the record? We just want to get the facts, sir. Well, he was, you know, he had orange polka dots. Yes, sir. Purple feet, breathing fire and smoke. Mm-hmm. And one big bloodshot eye right in the middle of his forehead and, uh, like that. Notice anything unusual about him? No, he's just a run-the-mill dragon, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, you can go now. Hey, by the way, how are you going to catch him? I thought you'd never ask. A dragon net. 3.05 p.m. I was riding back into the courtyard to make my report to the lab. Then it happened. It was a dragon. Hi, I'm the fire-breathing dragon. 
You must be St. George, right? Yes, sir. I see you got one of them new 45 caliber swords. That's about the size of it. <laughs> you slay me. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. What do you mean? I'm taking it in a 502. You figure it out. What's the charge? Devouring maidens out of season. Out of season? You never pinned that rap on me. Do you hear me, cop? Yeah, I hear you. I got you in a 412, too. A 412? What's a 412? Overacting. Let's go. On September the 5th, the dragon was tried and convicted. His fire was put out and his maiden devouring license revoked. Maiden devouring out of season is punishable by a term of not less than 50 or more than 300 years. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, all right, James Beaver. That's, that's fun. Fun in the morning. What's the buzz, New York? And uh, what's the buzz? Head snack. I found this guy on Facebook, and uh, he does brilliant uh, videos and songs. I've got some now as MP3s here, and uh, I'm going to play you some Head Snack. Look them up online, Head Snack, okay? Let me see what, which one am I going to pick out for you. Okay. Here we go. This is your 451. You can reconstruct your ancestors' lives because you never know what you're going to find. Up in the cloud, people bid on abandoned lives because you never know what they got to hide. Up in the cloud, it's safe. You trust the cloud. You're saving your forgotten's in a haven made of cotton. When you die, you leave your grandkids your cloud. They can reconstruct your life to what it looks like right now. Picks of my love child. Cloud. Aren't you glad you got a place to keep your stuff now? You can reconstruct your ancestors' lives because you never know what you're going to find. Up in the cloud, people bid on abandoned lives because you never know what they got to hide. Up in the cloud, you can reconstruct your ancestors' lives because you never know what you're going to find. Up in the cloud, people bid on abandoned lives because you never know what they got to hide. Up in the cloud, people bid on abandoned lives hoping for a large
fun. And here's another one by Head Snack. Head Snack. Here we go. I'm a klutz. I'm not a putz. I'm a yutz. Kick schmucks like Lionel Hutz in the nuts. Kill the vibe. Vilified. Like Ben Stiller. I'm a spaz. A gawky. Awkward contrast. Modest. All polished and tarnished with a checkered past. Time to recap. I'm a klutz. Clicking butts out the front window and into the back. Catch a heart attack from the smoke in the rear view. Going 80 on the clear view. Burning holes in upholstery, clean up aisle nine in the grocery. That's the story. I'm a blunderer, butcher, a fumbler, bull in a china shop, stumbler. But a finger half stepping like Frank Drebin, unsuspecting, stand and bang my head in. To the club, to the club. This high kick poked in us. Keep my earworms burrow when you goosebumps, you goosebumps. Pulse like a boomer pounding on a pond of dust. To the club. This cock kicking coke to nuts. Keep my ear words hurled when you goosebumps. You goosebumps. Hulk like a boom pouncing on a part of jump. On a flight with the first class upgrade. Rocket free, rocket till I'm slow on the uptake. Hands fast, filling drinks on a stranger's lap. Then I'll order another and take a nap. I'm clumsy, heavy footed, lumbering, thundering, mongering, Claude Hopper pummeling. Smooth talking until I'm knocking over my glass. I'm overtly brash. Remote control dropping. Watching it like a car crash smash. Hit the trash from Comcast. I walk into walls. I bang myself into balls. I burn myself and curse myself worse. To the club. To the club. This time kicking coconuts. Keep my ear words burrow when you goosebumps. You goosebumps. Off like a boom of pouncing on a pound of dust. To the club. This time kicking coconuts. Keep my ear words hurled when you goose bumps. You goose bumps. Off like a boomer pouncing on a pond of dust. Or Regina, steamer, carpet cleaner, dream on. When I have my lean on, I'm gonna call FEMA. I spill tea on a regular basis, making the mockery of my homeostasis. It's a hypocrisy that I'm so graceless. You play through phrases with an ageless greatness. Unstableness, like a turntableist. Trying to join a heavy metal I'm forgetful. My head is consonants like pretzels. My limbs have Tourette's and beget accidents like pachyderm, snacking on laxatives, banging into things, spilling beverages. I'm stepping on toys, getting foot hemorrhages. Headphone cords yank over my shivers. I've got a pension to drench because I'm oblivious. I sleep at the switch. I bitch more than Darth Sidious. they Keep my ear words hurled when you goose bumps. You goose bumps. Hold like a boomer pounds on a pond of dust. To the club, to the club. This time keeping coconuts. Keep my ear words hurled when you goose bumps. You goose bumps. Hold 
like a fool, I'm bouncing on a pond of jugs. I wrench my QWERTY when it's beer 30. My carpet stays dirty, cause some topsy-turvy. Kick my drink like a rocket, then curtsy. Grab a jizz rag and clean it as a courtesy. It's inevitable when I'm drinking several. What's over? I'll still knock it off coasters. It happens often. Mid-motion, I balk and caution to the wind. I shadow box my drink. Hard to think when I'm spilling drinks in public. At the restaurant table while talking dumb shit. Space cadet, graceful as a savage. Chaos magnet, banging my head on cabinets. <laughs> head snack. Check them out. Head snack. All right. Let's see uh, what we've got going on this Saturday. Dixon Place. Robert will show you the door with Philip Giambri and uh, starring Susan Jeremy. That's at Dixon Place. You want to check that out? Always a good show. Always a good show. Dixon Place, 7.30 p.m. And that is 7.30 p.m. Dixon Place. I'm looking for the address here. Oh, it's like 161 <laughs> something. Look up Dixon Place. I'm sorry, I don't have the address right in front of me. Uh, okay, Dixon Place, fun to go to. Just uh, Susan Jeremy, Dixon Place. Robert will show you the door. Great show. Okay, check it out. All right, Sunday, I will be performing at Stand Up New York at, um, I forget what time, p.m., 6 p.m., uh, the show's $10, but if you come at 4.30, take the class for $10. You can see the show for free. So take the class at Stand Up New York, 236 West 78th Street, this Sunday, March 24th. It's going to be a First Amendment reunion show. Yahoo! And tonight, you can watch the Nancy Lombardo show, www.nnn.org, the Lifestyle Channel, and uh, you'll see me there. Okay, that's a lot of places. I have more shows coming up, but we'll promote those Monday because this is a lot for now. All right, now let's have the comments. Nancy, Christopher Hagen! Hello, Christopher Hagen! Christopher Hagen! Boy, I won't do anything not to pay union musicians. Hello there, you sweetie. Well, want to be in a show? Well, these are the people who came in late. Now you're going to be picked on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. We got a punishment here. We don't say no You buy eight drinks now. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're really here for. Me. Me. Yes, Lombardo. You're probably wondering what kind of woman I am. I'll share it with you. I'm a new age woman. Yes. Every time someone asks my age, I give them a new one. <laughs> how old would you like me to be? That's how old I am. Oh, you guessed wrong. Too far up. Too far up. Yes, yes, I am. I'm a mother of two. Just so you know, mother of two. You guessed it. One's my husband. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's very sweet. Uh, you know, I met my husband the old-fashioned way. He followed me home, so I kept him. He's just so cute. I hate to shop, so I didn't return him. You know, I just kept him there, and it's just so... He's, he's sweet, he's sweet. He's just, look at that, you know, it's a man thing. But it, it's great, you know, I got all this testosterone running around my house. I'm not actually a housewife, by the way. I'm a migrant farmer. I am, because this is how I spend my days. Because the farthest distance from
from two points is a man's underwear and the hamper. It can't get in there. It can be over something, under something, in between something. It can't be in there because why? Men are born without the ability to bend over. I can't reach it. It's too far. You're going to have to do it for me, honey. and Italian in New York City, never knowing at any given moment when I'd have to chase myself out of my own neighborhood. I'm a jet. I'm a shark. I'm a jet. I'm a shark. Na-na-na-na-na. Oh, yeah. And when I first time I saw West Side Story, I thought, that's my life. How did they know? Because both sides hated each other. They hate it. You get the Puerto Ricans in one room and the Italians in another room. They're in the same room together. It's like they're both smelling bad food. <laughs> like that. It's very, very fun. My uh, Italian grandmother was very fun. She was very cheap. She was very cheap. She wouldn't turn on the lights until it was Helen Keller dark. You know, Grandma, i got to read my homework. It's Helen Keller dark. And I would say, Grandma, I need light. I need light. You need a light. Your brother, he no need a light. Your father, he no need a light. But Miss Big Shot, oh, she need a light. <laughs> you know what we used for light when I was your age? The sun! <laughs> Is it me? Did anybody else have that grandmother that used the tea bag a hundred times? <laughs> Is it still good? <laughs>
to rattle take the bees with the honey. Every clown has a silver lining. My head hurts. What did you say? She was crazy that way. She was oblivious to racism. We lived in the, she moved us from the capital of Puerto Rico, New York City, <laughs> to South Florida because they had an accent, she had an accent. It all worked out. So one day my mother comes home, she goes, Nancy, mira, I was in the store. I'm so excited. I heard there's a Spanish family on our block, but I have been driving around for hours and hours. I can't find them. Mom, we're the Spanish family. <laughs> She's giving me good advice about finding a husband. She said, Nasty, mira, a man is like a chew. Pick out a good one, break it in, and stay away from the cheap ones. They never last. <laughs> so I married a Gucci loafer with a cushion sole. <laughs> Together we have a man child. His name is Michael. His Cherokee name is Runs with Scissors. <laughs> I'll never forget the time he asked me with his little honest eyes, Mommy, where did babies come from? And I wanted to be absolutely honest, so I looked into his eyes and I said, well, honey, in your case, they come from absolute vodka. <laughs> I didn't want him to be misinformed like I was when I was little, because I had really curly hair, and my mom would brush it, and I'd go, ow, ow, and she'd go, well, young lady, if you think that hurts, how do you expect to have a baby? And for the longest time until I read that little pink book, Why Jane Can't Go Swimming Today, I thought, <laughs> I thought having your hair brushed had something to do with having a baby. Italian grandmothers. I love, I love the Italian grandmothers. Uh, what do 60 Minutes and Italian grandmother have in common? <laughs> you know, we didn't rehearse, by the way. Just so you know that this is great. This kid is just, oh, uh, Chris, can you play this? Can you play that? Can you play that? You wanna, uh, you wanna try something else, Chris? That other thing that we did for yours? Yeah. All right. You feeling poetic? Feeling Okay. Feeling poetic. Let's get a little, little, uh, you know, Kerouac here. You ready? <laughs> I once dreamed of being chased through a dollhouse by a white lobster that wore glitter and spoke with a French accent. <laughs> Now, what this meant, I'll never know. But I do know if I told anybody, I'd be labeled a lunatic. And labeling wrongly, unless it's for the public good. Let's say you're at a party, and you can take out a labeling gun and start tagging people like they do in Wild Kingdom. Wacko.
Betty Joe Tucker, Movie Attic Headquarters. <laughs> I dedicated the front of the show to you, Betty Joe. Listening in, Movie Attic Headquarters every Tuesday at 4 p.m. This Tuesday will be Meryl Streep. Woohoo! All right, now what else do we have? That's on Blog Talk Radio. Betty Joe Tucker, Movie Attic Headquarters. All right, a no name and a bag of chips will be at Otto's Shrunken Head and Tiki Bar tonight at 7. Go check it out. It's a free show with prizes at the end. Gotta love a show like that, hosted by Eric Vetter and a lot of uh, celebrity comedians drop in. So you want to check that out. Also check out my TV show tonight. You can check it out on the web at www.mnn.org, Lifestyle Channel 2 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's the Nancy Lombardo Show. This Sunday, I will be at Stand Up New York at 6 p.m. performing the First Amendment Improv Reunion Show. So check that out. Okay, all right, and don't forget to check out Susan Jeremy's show at Dixon Place. Robert will show you the door, so check that out too. Well, thank you for tuning in today. This has been What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Thank you very much, and my CDs are available on CD Baby. Big kiss, bye-bye.